Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham interface? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? is going on everybody we are here ugh, as i burp in our first ever live show we will do the rundown here in just a little bit all right but first off i gotta tell you what we are about we are legal ham to the face we talk all cleveland sports and food here in the cleveland area and just food in general once a month we go do a live show at local establishments mostly bars and sports bars here in cleveland showcase food and how this city likes to roll during a uh, wonderful brown season getting ready to come up uh, i'm going to bring in my co-host big Bry, and there he is big Bry. what's going on brother gentlemen how we doing and behind the scenes we have my cousin vinnie because he did not Vinny get in the picture come on i know you don't want to there he is vinnie's over here producing what everything up, scenes for us Good so morning, I wanna, everybody. I want to thank everybody for joining us right now. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, all at Legal Ham of the Face. Okay. We need some likes and subscribes on YouTube because I kind of want to get that legal ham name locked in on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube, just click that subscribe button. We'll be good to go. And Bri, I gotta get our sponsor. You ready, bud? Go for it. All right, so our sponsor for Legal Ham of the Face is the American Pool Players Association, the APA. It is the largest amateur pool league and well, just largest everywhere. They have 250,000 members in the U.S., Canada, and Japan, and it awards nearly $2 million in prize money every year during the APA championships in Las Vegas. Which is happening here in about what a couple weeks there, Vinny? I think it is. I believe that's true. Yeah. All right. So go check that out. Um, you can find our group. We are at Lake Erie APA here in beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. It's the Western Cuyahoga half. So you have Parma, you have Parma Heights, you have Strongsville, you have Olmstead, Ridgeville. Well, no, Ridgeville's Lorraine, right? Yeah, Ridgeville's Lorraine. All right. Uh, well, North Olmstead. So come check it out. Come out and play with us. Vinny and I play on Sundays. We play double Jeopardy legal on Sundays. We play both eight ball and nine ball. So, boys, what's well going done. on? Hey. Yeah? How you like the live? Yeah. How about this? I know. It's nice, right? Yeah. Two weeks in a row. I know. It feels weird, doesn't it? Like, just eh, a little I, bit. Just I don't pick your nose as much. Shirt. Yeah. Start sucking in a little more. 
Well, I can't do that. If I do that, then my head gets bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vinny, why don't you give us the rundown for today and what's going to go on today? Sure. This is actually episode 61 for us. Um, we'll usually start with shout-outs. We'll do the word of the day. Uh, trivia, Bri, it's your turn for trivia tonight. That's right. And uh, we'll do some tribe talk. We'll talk rounds. Uh, Fat Boy Tuesday coming up. We have the uh, hot dog topper. Oh, so yeah. super yeah. excited about that. There's a reason behind that. We'll get into it here in just a second. <laughs> Top three, we're going to do musical acts, either like bands or solo acts, solo artists, things like that. Finish things off with the word of the day, uh, trivia answers, and uh, we're going to thank our thank everybody. Oh, yeah. So, so Brian, you ready for shout outs? Yeah, go ahead. I'll let you go first, brother. I oh, go first every gosh. week. You're going first. Come on. Let's get it out. That's a lot of pressure. You know what? Believe it or not, I don't have any shout outs this week. But since I, I got none, let me go to the default and I'll shout out. United States military and the men and women who keep us free and protect us and men and women who are my heroes. So thank you all for what you do. America cup. Maybe. Yep. Love it. Absolutely. All right, Betty, you got any shout outs this week? Uh, you know what? This past weekend, we ended up going out to great wolf lodge for uh, a special little birthday uh, here in the family. Uh, since I've been married now, Ashland, so. Ashland turned ten, right? Ashland, yes, absolutely. Ooh. Ashland turned ten. So, did you guys? So. Did you guys do uh, the uh, the whole swimming and everything? What, what yeah, else did you guys do? Yeah. To actually, there was a lot of really cool swimming stuff that they had uh, had available. There's uh, like some leapfrog things on our, uh, on my Facebook page, I guess. Uh, yeah, your so wife put it out. out. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Did, did, did you see her go across at all? Uh, no, no, her pictures no. did not go out. No pictures so. of her. Huh? No pictures of her. Funny that. Huh. Imagine that happening. Uh, <laughs> uh. But uh, no, they, no, they had some pretty cool water slides and stuff that we went down uh, a couple different ways, a couple different times. So that was pretty cool. Awesome. Anything else? Um, actually, we did this uh, really cool thing too, like Magic Quest. What? I yeah, I know. It, you, well, you had to buy the wand for it. Hold and on. then you like what? Yeah, <laughs> Brian, do you want to get Brian? Uh, yes, I, I have to know more about Magic Quest. All right, let's oh do it. All right, let's gosh. get into it. It's actually it's this pretty cool adventure thing that we ended up coming across, and you have to go like between four floors. You're running up wow. and down stairs and stuff. Some things are timed events, so you have to get to some, you know, like there's one event later on in the game, you know, and you just you take your wand and. You know, you flash your wand at like a picture on the wall and it'll say, hey, you get 50 gold, you know, or you get, you know, this, that or whatever, you know, or you unlock certain secrets. (laughs) It's supposed to. Yeah, it's like timed out to be like a four hour event. That you do. Wow, that's a whole day with the kid. Just about. (laughs) It's absolutely insane. Boys, we're packing up. (laughs) You you could have just said Harry Potter and I would have got you. But <laughs> I mean, it's it's all the same thing to me. Yeah, wands, uh, broomsticks. Yeah, I got you. I got you, Vin. Harry hey, Potter. You know I got you. Thankfully, you don't have to like relate any words out, you know, to cast a spell or anything. 
<laughs> oh, no word of the yeah, day to confuse everyone? Anything like that here, you yeah. know? You got to shout out the uh, Mike has a video word of the day. To <laughs> yeah, Gormandize to, to get through this checkpoint. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's my turn for shout outs. And I got a shout out. Top Dog Tailgate, Nats Tailgaters, Browns fan girl who just chimed in earlier, Always Positive J, Kevin Beard, the Browns fighter. We had Unique Brown out there. Craig Fountain was out there at the Top Dog Tailgate for the City Dogs of Cleveland. And dude, what a millennial Brown was there too. And what a great time it was. Brian, we had a blast out there. We did, yeah. And, and on top of that, we made the final four in the Cornhole Tournament. Yes, we did. I'm, I'm going to claim we we, we yeah. third because okay, all right. That, uh, that first team has BS. They brought their own bags. <laughs> and no but thanks to me. Well, we were supposed to do a live show from there, and they kept calling us up for right. I'm like you know something. We're just here to have fun now, right? And, uh, gotta shout out Nats Tailgaters for the food spread that they had. Also, the breakfast sandwiches. Everybody else that helped out that day. We raised a lot of money for a good cause. Browns fans girl, oh, she was amazing. She had name tags for everybody, so everybody knew who each it was nice putting faces with the names that you talk to on like Twitter sure. and Facebook and actually right. just mingling with them. It was really nice. And also got a shout out my wife for putting up with me that entire day. <laughs> oh boy. And too. She is a saint. <laughs> saint. Because she came to pick me up. She got lost twice, and it took her like 71 going downtown. I'm like, honey, we're in Berea. We're not going downtown. So plus it didn't help that uh, the kids were in the background just screaming. So, But the boys were actually really good there. They actually stuck around. They had a McThird sandwich, which, by the way, if you ever go, get a McThird because it is a egg, cheese, and ham McMuffin. Fantastic! Is that off the menu? No, this was. I've at, never heard of that. This was at the tailgate. They made. Oh, oh! Sandwich. I thought you were talking McDonald's breakfast sandwiches. Those things were amazing. Absolutely amazing. Sounds delicious. And we'll get into the hot dog toppers later because Brian and I got our hands on some OBJ dogs from Matt's tailgaters. Game changer. Real good. Changer. <laughs> so, with our shoutouts being done now. Uh, we got to get into, first off, my cousin Vinny's word of the day. So, Vinny, what is our word of the day? All right. Today's... Don't, don't, Brian, don't get excited. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to write it down so I can look at it all so you long. Google it? Google yeah. it. No, no. I can't even because my phone's up there. Right. <laughs> well, but I can at least look at it and think about it for more than five tablet. seconds. Yeah, uh, we're getting there. All right, all right. Aleatory. 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 That's our word of the day. Bri, I, I don't know if I like this segment of the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, hey, can, can we make a deal? If one of us gets it right, this segment is done and over with. Wow, really? No, no, no. We can't do that. I actually love the video word of the day. You know what? Yeah, we just, no, I, I love it, but it just makes me look dumber and dumber every single day. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you want me to choose some easier words? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Can we have, like, the here, redneck dictionary, wait. like initiate oh, and uh, <laughs> initiate. I mean, mayonnaise and <laughs> I, I don't know. Here, Here's the next day's word of the day. You ready? Okay. Oh, oops, wrong one. 
Okay. Cataract. Cataract. Okay. Okay. All right. Is that easier for you? Yeah. Yeah, I got a whole week to Google it. So we get two of them. (laughs) So give us a hard one and an easy one. That work out, Brian? That that'll be all right. I don't mind looking dumb. It's not the first time or the last. All right. I just figure it kind of ranks up there with your guys's trivia that you two do. I know. And we're going to <laughs> right. and stomp and, each other all right. the time, you know. Good transition there, Vinny. Good transition. It is Bryce <laughs> turn for trivia. And guess what, folks? We got some new stuff for you today. You guys ready for this? <laughs> Brian, you ready? Let's do it. All right, and our trivia is brought to you by Papa V at curbappeal419.com. All your landscaping needs, get a hold of him. He's on the west side of Ohio, but he is a family friend. He's come on the show a couple times with us, so look it up. Get a hold of him. If you need any landscaping needs at all, get a hold of Papa V at curbappeal419.com. All right, Bri, give me that trivia. I'm ready. Yep. Since we're in a uh, basketball season, I figured I'd give you another basketball one. So uh, the Milwaukee Bucks fell down 0-2 to the Phoenix Suns. Uh-huh. So, well, they the won record, game three, right? Uh, what's that? They won game three, I thought, didn't they? They won game three. Okay, so but won. the record of the teams that fell down 0-2 uh-huh. is 31-4. and They've Uh only won four times and 35 tries. So I'm looking for the last team that fell down 0-2 that came back to win the series. The last team to do it? The last team to do it. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. All Mm -hmm. right. All right, boys. Well, that's – wow, Brian, that's a good one. I like it. There have been two in our lifetime. I'll give you that. Okay. I got you. All right. Well, we're getting into the show now. And Bry, I think you had some tribe talk, right? Yeah, I mean, you know what sucks? What you want to get into it, or you want me to? All right, tell me what sucks. Um, you know, we went through hell for the past two weeks with the Indians, and they finally started to hit their stride, albeit against the Royals. And now we have this All Star break. So, I'm curious where you're at with the tribe. What do you want them to do? The trade deadline is fast approaching. Are you have you given up on them? Do you want to f- go full rebuild? Do you want to see more, or do you think this team has a run in them? So hold on. So they're forty five and forty two. Forty five and forty two. Yep. All right. So the last couple games they've had, they had a couple walk offs with Fran Mill and Bobby Bradley. Some yep. exciting games over the weekend. Then they got the, the last one. They smoked them on Saturday, like fourteen to six. Yes, yes, they did. But uh, so the oh, oh nasty tailgaters. Oh get, well, yeah, you gotta get some bats. Gotta get some bats. I think um, with what's going on now with the Indians, they're finally starting to get somewhat healthy, especially their offense back. Now they're pitching. They need to get their pitchers back, and it's quick right. possible. But I think after watching these past couple games and the way the offense is kind of moving now with you're seeing the lineup go with Cesar, with Hosey, with 
Franville with Bobby Bradley right there at the beginning of the order. And then Bebo, Roberto Perez coming through with a couple home runs and starting to swing good. I think they might have a run in them here towards the end. And I'm kind of excited about it. So you know something right now? I'm going to go, if you can find a cheap bat and get rid of you know a couple of people that you don't need and get a cheap bat in here or find somebody off of waivers that can kind of help out, especially an outfielder, because that's where you need the most depth bat. Yep. I'd say go for it because you know something? Watching these past few games and the way this team has kind of came alive, especially offensive-wise with these guys getting healthy again and coming back in with Fran Mill now coming back in with Bebo coming back in. Please mm-hmm. back now. I say let's see what happens. I, how do you feel about it? I, I feel pretty similar to you. Um, <laughs> I'm not ready to buy yet, but last week everyone was ready to sell, and I'm still holding. I'm, I'm saying I saw the potential. We have Jose. We have Fran Mill coming back. And Bradley, who Framil and Bradley look like two young, up and coming superstars. Oh, dude! So what the Framil crushed for the game winner? Yeah. Oh my lord! Like you saw him swing the bat. It reminded me of the old school days of Albert Bell. That's what it reminded me of. I mean, yeah. did it not? Yeah, yeah. It's a lofty expectation to get to Albert Bell, but the potential is there. Same with Bradley, and so if we can have three stud players, three stud bats with our pitching staff and with our bullpen, I wouldn't be so quick to start selling stuff off because like somebody was saying, I think um, one of the Indians reporters the other day on the radio, this could be rock bottom for the Indians. And if rock bottom is three games over 500, I'd I'm say that's it. pretty good. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you got to take it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like we talked last week with Mike, um, I don't know if you'll ever be at the level, at least this year, of the elite teams, of the Dodgers. And But you know what? Get yourself in the playoffs. Get a run in you. And, uh, you know, if you catch fire at the end, you got pitchers. We saw in 2016, if you got the pitching staff, you, you can go a long ways. So and all you need is a little bit of power in that lineup. And I really do think with Bradley and Franville now hitting four or five, Somebody's actually protecting Jose, yep. which is even even bigger because they walked Jose that game. They walked Jose because they didn't want to lose, and Frambo just crushed that thing. So sweet, so sweet. <laughs> um, what? Well, but you know, so we're forty five and forty two, and right. we have a big series coming out of the All Star break. I don't know if it begins on Thursday or Friday, but we go. Um, I don't know if we're on the road or at home against Oakland. And that's, I think we're on the road. Okay. And we're what, maybe five, six, seven games behind them in the wild card. So yeah. if we could take at least two, if we could sweep them, that would be huge because that would be some major ground that we make up on them because Tampa Bay, I think, is the number one um, wild card team, and Oakland might be the number two. So that's who we're really chasing. So we're like six games out of the second wild card. So if we can knock them down a peg or two, I mean, we start getting Beaver back. We start getting Plesek more healthy. Yeah, who knows? They could make a run. I'm not ready to give up on them. 
Yeah, it's I, I'm not ready to give up on them because I really do think if they get a couple of these starting pitchers back, I think they can't make a run. And I think yeah. it's going to be interesting. But like you said, coming out of the All-Star break, they got to come out like the way they went into the All-Star break against Kansas City. Yep. That yep. offense has got to do something. All right, it yep. can't be all the pitchers. But the great thing about this All-Star break is, though, is it gives your relievers some time to relax, recoup, get healthy. Same with your starters. And that bullpen has been a little bit shaky, but they've been worked so hard, so it gives them some extra time off. Yeah, yeah. And if we can get – do you know what's the – What's the diagnosis for Savali and uh, Bieber? How far out are they? Uh, I know that Bieber is going to be like another week or two. Okay. Um, and I know Savali got put back a little bit longer, but Savali should be back here within a couple weeks, and I think Bieber within three weeks. So we'll see. Hey, our boy Kevon said, welcome to the live world. There it yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Kevin. No By the way, we need your help with calves here in a little bit, buddy. <laughs> We're going to talk yep. about this episode. Yep. Uh, but, you know, how do you feel about, you know, because All-Star game has started, right? Right. So they had the home run derby last night. Uh, the polar bear won the home run derby last night. People don't know who that is. That is Alonzo from the New York Mets. All right. And his actual paycheck this year Six hundred and fifty-six thousand dollars, and he just won the home run derby, four billion dollars. <laughs> so, oh, just, wow! Yeah, just swallow that in for a second. <laughs> Pretty cool. Hey, hey, Kevin, always here to help. I love, <laughs> I love our family, Brian. We have a great family, but yeah, hell yeah, love it. So, what do you? How do you feel about the MLB All Star and the All Star well, in general? Like, did you watch any of the home run derby last night? I watched. I really... I watched Hey, I watched just because of Otani. Yeah, I really I, I think a lot of people did. And his batting practice, dude, he crushed one of those. He almost hit it out of the park, Bry. I <laughs> thought it was out of the park. It was like 530-some-odd feet. He yep. crushed it. Like, yeah. just watching him swing. And, like, he was talking. So, there at the end, his very first, he got knocked out in the first round, I think it was. Which but looked pretty awesome on Sports Center this morning because I guess they tied after the first uh, after the round and then they went to overtime. They tied again and then they went to like uh, basically a shootout or something. They did go to a shootout. Mike Holzheimer chimes in. Thank you so much, Mike. We love having you on our show. Also, anytime that you have some news articles come out, let us know. We will have you on, bud. For sure. Uh, but no, the uh, the one he just. He kept looking at the pitcher going, speed it up. I need more home runs. Speed yeah. it up. And that guy was just throwing him like every two seconds. And he's just swinging, 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 swinging. I'll tell you what. MLB baseball has a star on their hands, and they need to promote it. Yeah. They lost it with Trout. And they never – You could. I've never heard Mike Trout speak. Have you ever heard Mike Trout speak? <laughs> I'm being dead serious. I the think he had I... a Reebok commercial or something not too long Subway. ago. Subway commercial is the only time Subway. I heard Mike Trout speak. Okay. That's it. Right, right. And, this, and if, if this, that's what he wants to do, that's fine. But, yeah, you got to promote your stars. And This is a once-in-a-generation player, Bri. This kid, right. pitches, he's starting the All-Star game as a pitcher and leading off as DH. Think about that. <laughs> Right. 
<laughs> that's you know i put that up with um things things you think you'll never see again in sports like one of them for me was i never thought we would see a basketball player average a triple double ever again because oscar robertson did it like 40 50 years ago and i thought well you just can't do it in these days and then russell westbrook did it a couple times i think the last few years and also same thing with otani you thought you'd never see a stud pitcher also be able to hit bombs the way he does and well, i mean we uh, let's be honest we should have had a pitcher for uh cleveland come back you know cc no 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 the other one bartolo cologne oh <laughs> No, CC. Remember, CC could hit. Oh, I'm not saying he couldn't hit, but Bartello could hit home runs. Oh, yeah, put that weight behind it. Hey, it's he not that just... hard. You just throw the bat out there, right? Yeah, once in a while you hit a bomb. But <laughs> Otani's on a, a whole different level oh, yeah. than those guys. But um, yeah. Um, what was cool to me was, uh, so if did you watch it? Did you see like I heard Alonzo hit um 35 home runs in the first round. Yeah, like I how saw long that. do they have to hit? Um, so it's three minutes to start out. Okay, if they hit a home run over. Was it four seventy five or four fifty or something like that? Uh huh. There's bonus time, so there's a thirty second bonus time. But if they hit gotcha. a home run over this amount of distance, they get a mm-hmm. minute instead of thirty seconds. Oh wow! So technically, it's like four minutes of swinging. So. Oh. It, it's I know I know it's unbelievable though still thirty five home runs in five minutes maybe yeah it right unreal I gotta, I gotta do this real quick mm-hmm. I just checked I gotta thank Craig Big Play Sports Kevin Arnold Big Play Cleveland Big Play Dave they have all retweeted and Browns fan girl they have all retweeted our show on uh, Twitter. Cool. This means a lot to us. I it really yeah. does. This is a coming out party for us. I mean, you've seen us live once a month, but this is this is where we're wanting to be at. So please, if you guys want to comment, come in. You guys can comment. We'll pull them up. Uh, we love the interaction with everybody. Sure. Uh, how do you feel about the actual All Star Game in general, though, Bryce? What do you What do you think about it? You know, I might throw it on today, but um. I don't know. I maybe I'll watch like five, what, ten seven? minutes of it. What's that? What is it going seven o'clock tonight? Oh, is it? it that would be I don't great. Know what it is. I don't know. I I don't know exactly. It's out it. in Colorado, so yeah, I would I, I would think maybe eight or right, nine. Getting, our producer's on it, so he's on it. Okay. But, I mean, everything. It seems like everything nowadays is catered to the West Coast, and well, so I just assume start. Two, the, how do you feel that we have two Indians in there? Yeah, Jose made it. And yeah. Shane Bieber made now. Shane Bieber's not obviously not pitching. Yeah. Would you? Hey, would you want Jose playing in the game tonight? I. You know what? I don't know if I care a whole lot either way. To be honest, I, I mean, I don't. I guess if he doesn't, play, yeah, it's just another <laughs> opportunity for him to get hurt. So yeah, yeah. I no. probably prefer that he doesn't play, but you know, it could be good publicity for him. All right, so let's go back to. I gotta find. Where's your list at, Bry? There it is. All right, so we're going to switch talk right now. We're going to go over to the uh, Browns talk right now, Brian. All right, so you have. Uh, let's see here. You want? Do you really want to talk contract talk with Baker? I do. You know what? Um, 
so the next time we're on, which is in a week, um, we're going to be within, what, five, six, seven days of uh, training camp starting. So I feel like we talked to Jake a little bit last week about um, his opinions on his contract talk, but I never really talked to you much. Even this whole offseason, we haven't talked much about no, we what you want with Baker. And, you know, we got all these Pro Bowl players. Where do you want them to go with these guys? Likely, they're probably going to have to cut one of them loose. But um, I'm just wondering where you think these guys' level of importance is for this team moving forward. Let's start with Baker. Do you think – are you sold – Give him a contract right now, four or five years, and whatever he wants. You know something? I, I've been – I have been in the uh, – uh, I have been in it, – it's hard for me because I'm in this stage where, let's see what this year uh, – this year would bring to – him in Cleveland because this is this is truly his second year. Right. I, let's be honest. He's had Hugh Jackson. He's had Todd Haley. He's had Freddie Kitchens. He's had Greg Williams. He's had, you know what I mean? Like you've had a, like we've never seen Baker actually come back with the same coach, same offense, same everything. Mm-hmm. And he's had to do it on his own. And I, I went on the Browns table to do a little like grind to my gears because everybody talks system quarterback. Well, Baker's never had a system ever since he no. started. It has been a shit show for Baker. And you know something? It's our live show, so I could say it. I was about to say sorry, mom, but go ahead. It, it was the S word. It wasn't anything else vulgar. Okay. I'll try to stay away from the effins. <laughs> All right, I said effin well or freaking. But all right, and in Columbus, here we go. Baker, four year, hundred sixty million. Chubb, forty eight million. Stop messing around. All right, I That'd I totally, I I totally I I agree. My thing is though, is if you sign Baker now, it doesn't. The way I see it, one, it's not our money. They're going to do whatever they want to do. They all like Baker. I get that. But if you sign Baker now, everybody's talking about a discount. Five years from now, Baker's contract is going to look like a joke. Right. You and I have talked about that because right now you gave me like the top five quarterbacks that have like the highest contracts just right now. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Matt Ryan's contract's about to look like a joke. Well, Can't Aaron Rodgers, when they yeah. gave Aaron Rodgers thirty-two million, yeah, it's you know he was the best quarterback in the league, and now and he's he like the MVP. fifth or sixth. Yeah, he just won MVP. Yeah, and he, he's going to be like the seventh person. Pay. Tom Brady has never been. The highest paid quarterback. Well, his situation's pretty different being married to a supermodel and who makes probably several millions of dollars. Brian, or maybe he just looks at it going, I want the rigs. Hey, it's worked out for him. I mean, I mean, just, I mean, for like us, for us being where we're at in life, if somebody offered you a five year, $20 million contract, are you going to tell them no? And and that's something I maybe never understood. Like, what's really the difference between thirty-seven million and thirty million? You know, your well, team can uh, be a lot better. 
as the replacements movie. You remember the replacements? I know the replacements. You know what insurance costs on a Ferrari? (laughs) (laughs) It's other words behind that, but I I, I'm holding it PG right now. Well done. Um, (laughs) It's it's more of an ego thing, really. I think because in all reality. You know what's the difference for these guys making 150 million and 120 million? Oh, I know. You you want to be one of the highest paid guys, and there was a report like 10 days ago that Baker's <laughs> Baker's not going to give us a hometown discount, so he's out for. I don't well, want to say he's out for every last dollar, but I hey, don't know if he doesn't go over 35 million, I'd be surprised. The way I see it is if you don't want to pay him right now, if you're still trying to figure out what Baker is, how about this? Completely fine. All right? You play your season. What is the difference between $32 million now and if he takes you to the playoffs next year or this fall, takes you to the Super Bowl, and you got to pay him $42 or $43 million, at that point in time, what does that matter to us? At least you know he is your guy. Okay. So I mean, right? I'm I'm pinning you to the wall. You're Andrew Barry. What are you doing? How much are you willing to offer Baker this offseason? Whatever he wants. Whatever. So 42 million here. Sign it. Million. Sign it. Be done with it. Because you really? know six years later, it's not gonna matter. Okay. I, I yeah. mean, I'm being serious because everybody's like, well, he's gotta get in front of Lamar. He's yeah. we gotta do it before Josh Allen. Why? So they can set the market. If they set the market, Lamar might take $35 million a year. You never know. You don't know what these guys are willing to take and what their contracts are going to be. Right. So what does it matter? As long as we, as Browns fans, have our quarterback that we haven't had since Bernie, dare I say? Oh, oh, without a doubt, yeah. I mean, other so, than the Brian that, Hoyer 80, year. 86? Uh so, 89, 90, 89. Yeah. So 30 years? Yeah. Think about that. 30 years without a quarterback, and you're now going to question it after this kid came in his rookie year with a shit show of a head coach getting fired and an assistant coach coming in to coach him, and they still won, what, six games? Seven games? Right, right. The next year was even more of a shit show <laughs> with the coach. Right. And then he gets a good coach and a good culture and a good system in, and he takes you to the playoffs. So by you saying not, well the reason why I say this, Brian, he has not lost he has not gone two wins in sixteen. You know, he hasn't gone two and fourteen. Sure. He hasn't gone sure. three. He has actually kept you at a winning pace and people deem him as assistant quarterback as Tannehill or as cousins or as you know something as a Browns fans are you guys really forgetting what you guys had to walk through to get to this point would you not want seven and nine or eight and eight or ten and like you know what I'm saying Brian yeah like we've been horrible so you're paying you're you're thinking that because we've been so bad and now that we have a quarterback who is above average, just give him whatever he wants so we can remain really, hold on. Like really above think, average. You think he's just above average? 
I think he's above average. I, like a lot of people, would agree he's fringe top 10. Um, I don't think he's top five right now. I'm not saying I don't think he can be. But if you're willing to give him a blank check, you're that's you saying you are 100% sold. This is Patrick Mahomes for you. This is the guy that can't miss. That's the way I feel. You want to okay. know why? Because if you put any of these quarterbacks, and we'll take Patrick Mahomes out because he's like once in a generation kind of guy, right? Mm-hmm. We both agree. And I've already argued about this. If you take one of these quarterbacks, other ones, and put them in with Hugh Jackson, Greg Williams, Freddie Kitchens, would that quarterback come out on the other side? Probably not. Yeah. Um, Probably I, not. Because you and I both agree that when you're drafted, you're drafted into a culture and a system, right? No matter what system it is, no matter what culture it is. Yeah. And when Baker came in here, the culture was wrong for him. If Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen came into this shit show, you think they're going to actually be where they're at now? No. Sure. Lamar Jackson, sure. put Baker with Baltimore. Where would Baker be at if he was at Baltimore right now? Right. And, and you're on. absolutely you're absolutely correct in saying Baker has had a tougher road to get where we are at right now. He had to travel a lot further than Lamar Jackson did, than Josh Allen did. But as a Browns organization, you can't let the past affect the future. You have to look like we're in the year 2021 and what can they do for us going forward? And so um, for the most part, I'm with you, but I still, I mean, flashback two, three years ago, people were saying the exact same thing about Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. So that's what scares me a little bit. I'm not saying I don't like Baker. I'm not saying Baker's probably going to go the way of those guys. I'm saying we just don't know. So I wouldn't go. If you give give this season, the only thing I don't want is what everybody else is bringing up. I don't want a Dak Prescott thing. I don't want of, well, we're going to franchise tag and we're going to do all this stuff. Make your damn decision. All right. 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 Either do it before training camp here, which is two weeks away, or do it after this season. But no matter what happens, your decision needs to be done. Because if he is not your guy, go out and find your guy then. Right. And and I I have done kind of a 180 on this to where in the past I said, well, yeah, maybe offer Baker a little bit of a low ball offer and see if he accepts it. To where now I'm like, let's get it done. Let's do it. I'm not saying let's give him a blank check like you are, but I'm ready to give him 37 up to $38 million. I think that's pretty good. Um, and so, like you said, in a couple of years, it'll look pretty good, this Baker deal. But, man, I don't I don't know if I can pay him more than Dak Prescott right now um, because Dak has proven that he can do it year in and year out. I know he's had a great um, offense around him, and he's had great yeah, coaches look, with him. Hey, but also look what the offensive line did to him this past year. Well, yeah, but, and, yeah and, no. <laughs> and and that's where I think it's kind of ridiculous. For um, We talked last week about Tannenbaum saying that, well, Baker Mayfield is a system quarterback. Yeah, look what Dak Prescott did when – Nobody was healthy around him, and guys were underperforming. 
he couldn't stay healthy. And so look what Patrick Mahomes did in the Super Bowl when guys couldn't stay healthy around him. So I think that's pretty ridiculous. But, um, yeah, bringing it back to Baker, I give him, yeah, four years um, up to approaching like $40 million and. Hopefully he accepts it. He's been a guy who's been known to um, to bet on himself. So if Baker takes us where we think he's going to, to the Super Bowl, maybe win a Super Bowl, you're going to have to pay him at least 42 43 Yeah. Uh, you know, so, so get it over with. Get it over with. $40 million, be done with it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, that's... Yeah. It's... I don't know. I go back and forth. It hurts, bro. Hey, but the good thing is, wait till ter- training camp and see what happens, right? I would I would like to get it done sooner rather than later. Unless and, Baker and his team is very hard-headed and they say, yeah, 37-38 is not good enough. Because 37-38, you're a top five highest paid player in the NFL. And it, I don't know. We we talked last week about how he had a great rookie year, and then he had kind of a down last year, and or a down two years ago, and he was kind of a, a different quarterback the second half of last year. But if he continues to do that, the price is just going to keep going up and up and up. Oh crap! I forgot the Open Championship is this weekend, Brian. Oh yeah, I didn't. Yeah, not on our soil. No, not on our soil. But not on my radar. Hey. I love the Open Championship, though. Yeah, All waking right, so up at four in the morning and having golf going. Hey, we wake up at four in the morning anyways. <laughs> it's pretty awesome, though. I'm I just know. saying. Yeah. All right, so you have. Let's end the Browns talk here. You have the uh, rank the importance to the team: Chubb, Baker, Ward, and Teller. Yep. So, so let's take Baker out of it since we just talked all that about it. Right. So, let's go: Chubb, Teller, and Ward. What are you going to do with those guys? All right, so for me personally, you got to re-sign Chubb. Chubb's your number one priority. Yes. Okay. Number two number two is Ward. Number three is mm-hmm. Teller. Okay. The reason why it, it it's a coin flip between Chubb and Ward, because you and I have talked, to find a good shutdown corner, it's hard to do. And now, granted, Denzel has not been the healthiest, but we really don't have to. We picked up the fifth-year option, so we don't have to sign him this year. All right. right. But Chubb, we got to sign this year. And you and yeah. I both talked. Chubb is a Chubb is a once-in-a-generation talent. Hall like, of Famer. I, I really do believe. Yeah. I really do believe. Like, I think he is in that conversation. Dude averaged 5.6 yards a carry last year. And, you Didn't know. He averaged like 10 yards a carry in the fourth quarter? Yeah, something ridiculous like that. So <laughs> all the um, inconsistency in the coaching staff that Baker's had to deal with and the offensive line, Chubb's had to deal with it as well. And he's been putting up Hall of Fame type numbers. I mean, to put up five yards a carry is unheard of. And yeah. he's done it every year of his career. So I'm with you. Chubb needs to be the priority after Baker, even if you have to negotiate a little bit with Baker. We only have Chubb for one more year. So let's get yeah. it done. You know, most of us believe he's not going to be out for the last dollar. So that's that's what makes your team special is your running backs and your offensive line. 
So let's keep that going. All right. So you have Chubb, Ward, Teller also? I have Chubb one, and um, I flip-flop on Ward and Teller because, like we talked last week, Ward had a great year last year, and people were talking about him as being one of the best guards in the league. But um, Terry Payne, a guard. Teller. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Teller. And you talked about last week about paying two guards a ton of money. And so does that really make sense? Um, I don't know. It would be nice to keep that consistency in the offensive line, even though we might lose Treader after this year. But with Ward, um, I don't mind re-signing him, but I would probably prefer to wait until next year because you have Troy Hill for four years. You have Greg Newsom for four, possibly five years if you want him. You have Greedy for two more years. Um, And so what happens if Greedy and Newsom come out and ball out this year? You really want to be locked in to paying a corner $17 million a year. I think Ward is a top 10 uh, cornerback. But those guys are still on a rookie contract also, though. Yeah, right. For a couple more years. You can make that decision later. Like, if Ward doesn't pan out, it's not like you can't trade Ward away if you sign a contract. You know what I mean? But it's not crazy. It's not absurd to think that, um, that Greedy and Ward or a greedy and Newsom could be your two best corners this year. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying. Well, greedy, I'm still suspect about. Right, and, and a lot of people are, but the talent is there. I mean, yeah, they were talking I, about him as being a first rounder when he was coming out, and we were fortunate, like JOK, this past year, we were fortunate to get him in the second round. So if those two guys play up to their potential, and they're you know Ward, greedy, and Newsom are kind of all in the same level you're paying one of those guys $17 million a year. And on top of that, you're paying Hill quite a bit of money. So if if it were me, I would wait another year on okay. Ward and uh, prove that he can be healthy and prove that he's far and away our number one guy before because we're going to have to pay him top five cornerback money. Yeah, I get you. Well, buddy, are you ready? Well, let's see here. Ed Columbus, Chubb is elite, Chubb behind Jim Brown, ahead of Leroy Kelly, best Browns running backs of all time. It's very That's, possible. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. All right, Brian. Well, you know something? We're here at the show. You ready? Now, yeah. this is our first time doing this live. You ready, buddy? Okay. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. It is definitely time for Fat Boy Tuesday, and let me bring up our Fat Boy Tuesday. All right, so Fat Boy Tuesday, we had a great time out at the uh, Top Dog Tailgate with Nats Tailgaters, Top Dog Tailgate, Western Summit, and the City Dog of Cleveland. And we got this from them, the OBJ Dog, which Nats, perfectly told me how to set it up you put ketchup on yours though correct i do um but i didn't on this one you didn't Um, on this one do you want to run down like the whole spread before we get to the obj dog maybe tease it a little bit okay so the whole spread they had cookies they had corn salsa 
they had burgers, they had tortilla chips. What else did they have? The uh, the MVP, other than the OBJ dog for me, was the Rice Krispies with uh, peanut butter and like chocolate over top them. Never had. I didn't even see. Oh them. no, I, no, I didn't. Oh get yeah, them. it's like peanut butter Rice Krispie treats. Oh, get out of here! But it has peanut uh, chocolate over top them, and yeah. Very oh, good. I'm so jealous of you. I that didn't sounds even amazing. Them. Yeah, I didn't even. Yeah. Many oh, snacks. I can't believe you never had them before. No, I never. I never even seen them there. Like, yeah. I, there was nothing left when I got up there. I saw the corn salsa. By the way, whoever made that corn salsa, please hit me up on Twitter at I am that fat guy. I need that recipe because that was my hands down some of the best salsa. I, I actually took it home with me, Bri. That's how good it was. Like that's I what I heard. <laughs> I they were like, oh, what are we going to do with this? I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm still eating on it. I don't care. I'm not, not ashamed of it. All right, but the uh, they had a great spread, and it was all day, like from noon till six. I mean, you mm-hmm. had everybody there. You had Cleveland Spider was there. You had Unique Brown was there. You had Brown's Fangirl was there. Jay was there. Kevin Beard was there with us. Kevin brought his son. Millennial Dog was there. Yeah, we, we had a blast with everybody. And there's met, Lil. Lil's yeah, there's here. Lil. Yep. Speaking of rescue dogs, there's Lil. There's Lil. Yeah, we oh. met um uh, millennial Browns fan Jose. Yes. Was awesome. Yes, he was. We also met Browns fan girl. She was mm-hmm. amazing with the name tags. I, she was. I never laughed so hard with that girl. She, <laughs> she's something special. I love it. I, I love <laughs> like conversations we had that I cannot have on here were amazing. And you won the 50-50, I understand. I won the 50-50. Congrats. I, I took my money back and gave, donated the rest to uh, the City Dogs of Cleveland. Awesome. So I got my money back out of it, and I said, it's all you guys. So, But we're now into the OBJ dog. You yep. right? So this OBJ dog, you get a hot dog, and I don't know where they got their hot dogs from, and I need them to comment, where's Nat's tailgaters? Oh, yep. There's Chris Pan. Fatty, you look formal, but you're here to party. <laughs> the uh, human mullet. I need a mullet. You think I'd look good with a mullet, Brian? Absolutely. That's what I thought, too. Without nice. a doubt. I'll cut your hair for you. Uh, I Well, <laughs> well, we could do that. Yeah, we'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. I'll start working. No, because the wife start... will kill me. Oh, yeah, wife probably. We well, gotta... She liked the mustache, though, didn't she? No, she hates the mustache. <laughs> She hates it with a passion. Oh my god, mine too. Mine too. But hey, we got. By the way, for Halloween, we have a special show coming up for Halloween, and I can't wait for it. So we're teasing that now, like five months in advance. Are we dressing up? We're dressing up. Nice. You know what we're dressing up as? Uh, No, I don't. Yes, you do. Oh no. Yes, you do. Shoot. Yep. Super fans. Be ready. Be ready. <laughs> All right. So All right. the OBJ dog, got to find out where the hot dogs are from. But they had two crock pots in there, Brian. One crock pot, Louisiana hot sauce. Is that what it was? The Louisiana? Be- yep. Because good. Odell Beckham is from LSU. So you take your oh, hot right. Pot, you throw that thing in that hot sauce. You actually throw it in there. You dunk it, throw it, leave it in there, nope. whatever you want to do. Pull it out, stick it on your bun. Next crock pot, relish. Bacon, onion, 
jalapeno. And you no, just no pickles. It was just no bacon, jalapenos, bacon, onion, jalapeno, and the other yep. crock pot smeared so on top. So good. Hands down, one of the best hot dogs I've ever freaking had. Absolutely. I, I mean, Brian. I mean, it was like top three. Yep, without yeah. a doubt. Yep. I show Vinny the pictures of it. Vinny's upset that he had to go to a birthday party and did not have that hot dog. <laughs> let's let's do it at the ham tailgate. First ham tailgate, we're stealing it. All right, we can do that. Do you know who came up with that? That was uh, Captain Weber from. Um, oh, there it is. That's tailgates. We have. Halloween party tailgate with costume prizes. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, you're baking jalapenos. All right, so next. And, and the Browns oh, play on, on Halloween, don't the they? Dog. Yeah. I think the Browns play the Steelers Halloween this year. Yes, they do. So it's going to be a special time. Should okay. we should we do a special show for that? Before the game? After the, I mean, after the game would just be while we're while we're tailgating. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned. Okay. We well, have other stuff going on, but just stay tuned. I was gonna make a Roethlisberger joke, but I'll I'll keep it high nope, brow here. You cannot do that. We gotta keep it above. Yeah, above. Come do it live from our tailgate. There it is. That's tailgate. <laughs> it was such. By the way, they had jerky there too, Brian. Did you have some of the jerky? No, I didn't see the jerky. Oh, the jerky was good too. But we got to get into our, uh, we got to get into the um, hot dog toppers. Let's do it. This was you. So now what do you mean by hot dog toppers? So, um, you know, we wanted to talk it maybe about it um, for the 4th of July show, because that's 4th of July is usually hot dog central. Um, But I'm just curious, and you said you put whatever you want on hot dogs. What do you put on a hot dog? Does it matter? Like, I go to a golf course, and at the turn, I'll always get a dog. Usually, they just have, like, uh, relish and onions on there, and I'll put a little onions, a little ketchup, a little ballpark mustard. But if I'm getting a little fancier with it, I like the coney sauce on there. Um, I'm not a huge fan of chili on there. I prefer the coney sauce. Okay. But bacon, cheese, you know, whatever. Give it all to me. Even coleslaw. I'd try coleslaw on there. Oh, cool. All right. I'll tell you about hot dog toppers here. I'm going to let Vinny get in on this right now. Yeah. Vinny, get hot dog toppers. What I, do you like, bud? I, I, I got to admit, you know, just about anything you can put on a hot dog. That's the way I am. Really? Yeah. yeah really. It, it doesn't there's, make the, much there's of a nothing. So, like you, like at a golf course, now most golf courses I went to don't have the stadium mustard. They just yeah. have to make it yellow. So I'll do the onion relish and the yellow mustard. Right. Okay. All right. But like you said, I love the Cody sauce. I love everything. Oh, oh, Chicago peppers. There's another That's one. what I was going to ask you. Yeah, about a, a Chicago dog, because I've never had a Chicago dog. I need a mullet to go with the shirt. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, um, so like me, I – so now – West Virginia is known for their hot dogs. Yep. All right. Now, Hope got me on this. They have a Cody sauce with their coleslaw, but their coleslaw is a little bit different than, like, the normal coleslaw we're used to mm-hmm. because it's, like, a chopped coleslaw, but it's, like, a, a more sweeter coleslaw. Okay. So it's very – it's almost like the Cody sauce and the coleslaw can kind of mix together. 
Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like I dude, anything on a hot dog, I don't care. Now, the one thing I will say, do not do ketchup on a hot dog. No. I swear to God. You're dude, one of those guys? I do not put ketchup on a hot dog. Ketchup does not belong on a hot dog. I put you, mustard. Hold on. You mustard, spicy mustard. I put the Nash Tailgaters with me. There it is. You Never snobby put- elitist. Why? Saying you can't put ketchup on a hot dog. Give you know, there's only things, there's only certain things I put ketchup on. Hot dog is not one of them. Even a burger, a burger, I'll eat ketchup on it. Will I put it on myself? No. I like mustard. I'm a mustard fan. Wow. wow. I, I, don't don't mustard, right? hmm. I, I don't even know you. I don't even know you. Now, what are, what are some of the things that you won't eat on a hot dog, Bri? Well, um, so You're I'd be remiss. We are over here. Oh yeah, yeah. Def- I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up um, Happy Dog in downtown Cleveland. I've never been there. Yep, but they have a stand at the Indians games, and yeah, I, I was gonna say Fruity Pebbles, but I think you're right. Fruit Loops. I think it's Fruit Loops. I got it. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure they also have a dog that has peanut butter on it. Oh yeah, I'll eat that all day. I would eat it, but I mean, would you? Uh, would you recommend it? Would you? Do you? Does that sound good to you? Yes. <laughs> peanut butter. Yes, I've had peanut butter on a hamburger before. So you're cooking hot dogs tonight. Yeah. You're putting peanut butter on it to try it out, see how well it tastes. Sure, why not? You're welcome. Then go ahead and try that. All right, Brian. Hey. Do you still worry about the meat to bun ratio? I know um, back a little ways. Like goes not back, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That goes back to the original debates. What started Fat Boy Tuesday? Um, I'm no, not as concerned live, about. Th- hold on, now that we're live, we might have to do that again. <laughs> we probably do, yeah, because that's a real thing. I know um, it's a real thing, <laughs> but I'm not as concerned about the meat to bread ratio as I am. Like a good hot dog bun can take it to the next level. Oh yeah, I think. Yeah, pretzel like you bun. get a, a you pretzel bun, a brioche bun buns from a ballpark, the ballpark sure. brat bun. Oh my god, yep. those things are amazing too. Yeah, it, it's an important thing, but um, yeah, it's not as important as like a sandwich or a burger is. No, are you are you like pro relish? Like, are you? Uh, like- no, I'm I'm not a pickle guy, so I don't do relish at all. Okay, wow, that's one thing I won't. So, I probably won't do. I'll eat it. Relish, hold it. Steelers need ketchup when they play Cleveland, especially at Huggies Field. Yeah, it, ha- it has ketchup. to be Hunt's. It has to be Hunt's ketchup. Yeah, get the, yeah, get the yeah, Heinz yeah. out of here. See? This is why I love a live show right here, because Jeez. of this right here. Without a doubt. I mean, you can't if you're eating Heinz ketchup, you're not a real Browns fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're a Hunt's or generic. Yep. All right. I still can't believe you like ketchup. Like, I know you. You love mustard, too. I, I love ke- anything. I've eaten ketchup on uh, my wife a couple months ago. Couldn't believe, because she just likes the plain um, potato chips. I put ketchup on plain potato chips sometimes. Really? I do mustard yep. on plain potato chips. You're a monster. I, hey, I'm all right with it. Hey, that's why they call me the fat guy. That's true. All right. Well done. Hey, I ate a burger called the Dumpster Burger. Remember that. I thought it was the garbage burger. Yeah, it's close enough. It's all the same. Oh, okay. All right. So <laughs> so it's the same burger. I'm talking about the same thing you're talking about, huh? Sure. 
Garbage okay. dumpster. I'll Garbage, eat it. Garbage dumpster, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Trash. Trash. All right. So <laughs> we have got to get into our. <coughs> We're ready for our top three, right? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Now, we don't have a sponsor for our top three. But Bri came up with the top three musical acts. Oh, yep. there it is. Now, Justin, hold on. Before we're going back to Fat Boy Tuesday, Mustard put it on cons. And Bri, you've had cons now. I have. All right. Salt and vinegar chips put mustard on. Justin, I have a bag of <laughs> the salt and vinegar chips downstairs. Guess what I'm having tonight? Thank you for reminding me, buddy. <laughs> So, you know what's funny about cons? Um, you bought, I think, two bags for me to try. Yes. Do you remember this? Yes. And when I tried them, I had COVID, so I couldn't taste them. Oh, really that much. I get more do you remember that? So, I'm going to have to do it again. Columbus, I love it. Cons Let's are great. It. I'll get you some more. I've seen them. I've seen All them, right. but I haven't bought any since then. All right, so Brian, you wanted top three musical acts, right? I do. Yep. I I think I think you can tell a lot about somebody, but based on what kind of music they listen to, and I got to be honest, I I have no idea where you guys are going to go with this. So, right. so I'm very first. interested in hearing. You go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. This is your show. You wrote out. Okay. Everything. I think mine are a little predictable because I've. I've mentioned them in the past um, that, uh, you know, I'm a huge, very big country music fan. So all of my top three, and I kind of cheated a little bit because but I couldn't I narrow it down to three. Can, you can't see the comments right now. I want, your, I want you to know how good cons is before you start your top three. Okay. Dustin, when he was up in February of 2020, Bought uh-huh. 28 bags of cons. He <laughs> took a pack with him down to Kentucky. He still has three and a half bags left. <laughs> wow. That's hey, what the cons is. By the kudos way, kudos to you for having the self discipline because if I bought 28 bags, they'd be gone in 28 days. Touche. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Justin. All right, go ahead, Brian. Top three musical acts. Let's yep. Go. All right. So, my number three. Um, is a tie. I have two at number three, and I'm gonna read them off because they're the um, country music acts that I kind of grew up with, um, and I still listen to, but they're kind of older. So I'm going Toby Keith, and I'm going Ooh. Joe Diffie. Those are my guys. Um, three, two. Th- yep, those are. That's a tie at three, tie and at then three. I got a tie at two. All right, tie at two. Top five. All right, it's so a pseudo top, top five. 35. All right. <laughs> so my not my number twos are more current, and okay. they are Justin Moore and Eric Church. Eric Church probably put on the Ugh. best concert I've ever seen at uh, Quicken Loans Arena a couple years ago, and fired up. And my number one is probably one of the easiest number ones that I've had, um, just because this band, this group is basically like a soundtrack to my life. I love them. When my brother and I get together, my cousins and I get together, we kind of sing them and listen to them and uh, have a good old time when we've had a few more. 
Um, and that's Montgomery Gentry. Oh, I thought you were going to I love him. That. No, no, no. <laughs> and unfortunately, we lost uh, Troy in a helicopter accident a couple years ago. And I had tickets to the show three days um, after he passed away. So oh. they, they won't be making any more music together. But I still love the greatest hits. And I listen to them all the time. Vinny, do you want to go next or you want me to? No, I'll go next. Sure. All right, go ahead, Vinny. Number three. Um, to, be on, <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I listen to everything. I, I listen to everything from classical to country, uh, rock, hard rock, I, everything. Um, I don't, I, I personally, I guess I, I don't really listen to too much rap here or there, but uh, I, I do enjoy a lot of rap music still. Um, my top three kind of mainly consists of uh, more of the the rock and and more hard rock uh, metal and stuff. Uh, Five Finger Death Punch actually comes up at at number three. the The number one station I usually listen to is uh, WMMS. So a lot of times, so I, I will hear Five Finger Death Punch on there. Um, always end up hearing Metallica. That's my number two. Yeah. Um, and at number one, because I was actually able to go to, it was like one of my first concerts that I was able to go to, uh, was ACDC. So I love, not bad. There's All like right, a, there it is. every, well, who ACDC doesn't love ACDC for the most part. You know? So, so we have Justin chiming in. He had ACDC, Megadeth and Billy Joel. Wow. That is <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah, I, I and, love Billy Joel too. Absolutely. And Ed Columbus brought up my top three musical acts from Cleveland. Eric Carmen. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. And Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. Oh, love Bone Thugs. Yeah. Uh, so hey. Pure Cleveland acts. Cleveland right. is a city. So my and I I'm like Vinny. I listen to everything and I love everything. So I'm going to do this first off for my dad. My number three, Doobie Brothers. Oh, yeah. My dad, when I was growing up, had a band called China Grove. And they played Doobie Brothers. They played everything else. So I got to go Doobie Brothers. I mean, you can't go wrong with a little bit of Doobie Brothers just as relaxed and having a good time. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. My number two, Bruno Mars. Wow. No matter what happens with Bruno Mars, when Bruno Mars comes on, I just I get happy. I start dancing. I'm having a good time. You get that feeling inside your bones. I get that feeling inside my bones. You know, <laughs> Is really, that Bruno Mars? I uh, went to uh, a concert uh, with my now wife and her mother, uh, Engelbert Humperdinck. Yeah. And he's very good fans of uh, uh, with Bruno Mars. Good and, friends. Yeah, good friends yes. with. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm help you know bring him up in yeah. the ranks and everything and uh he did one of their songs too oh, he did, awesome. and it was just it was fantastic i loved it it was great so and my number one and this is going back to my childhood sort of it's like mid-20s you know mm-hmm. lincoln park now lincoln park won't put go. out anything else but i love lincoln park and i i've seen i've been to Ozfest, you know I've been to a lot of concerts and mostly I'm a rock guy, but lately as I get older, I just, I actually like the acoustic breakdowns of songs. I really sure. do. Like, I'll listen to Sundays here in Cleveland. One, one, what, 
has mm-hmm. a Christmas sunrise comes on at like eight o'clock. I love listening to that because that actually shows me what an artist is. Because if you can break down a song and do it acoustic wise, it's amazing. And I love the reason why I love it, Brian, is I grew up that way because sure. my grandmother would p- play the piano. My cousin plays the, the acoustic guitar. I, like just hearing that from my family, I love acoustic. Cool. All right, so now we got to get into, good Lord, here we go. Let's get into the My Cousin Vinny Word of the Day. Oh, oh yeah, I wrote it down. Yeah, all right. What was it, Vinny? Aleatory. There's a word. I'll play it again Uh, for you. Aleatory. Aleatory. (laughs) Did I spell it before, too? No, it doesn't matter. I'm going to go with an alien bathroom because I just... Oh, Oh, nice. Right? See? Alien bathroom. Alien's laboratory. All right. (laughs) So, Vinny, or Bri? Um... We know what a cataract is, by the way. <laughs> you know what takes care of that? Weed. <laughs> I, I was when I first heard it. I'll go with a. It's like a derivative of uh, alienate. Oh, kind of. Well, yeah, he thinks alienate. All right, I like it. Isolated right. okay. quickly. The definition, depending on an uncertain event or contingency as to both profit or loss. Relating to luck or especially bad luck, uh, characterized by chance or by uh, indeterminate elements. So, yeah, it's one of those weird words. If you're a gambling type, uh, chances are good you've come across it uh, in your travels. Um, yeah, there's a really long explanation about it. So <laughs> yeah, we're not if you want to listen to it or you want to hear about it, uh, that actually came up as uh, July 9th, uh, 2021, um, Merriam-Webster'sDictionary.com. So, okay, so we, got, we got next week about that word. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, boys, we are here at the end of the show. Justin, Ed Columbus, Nats Tailgaters, Browns Fangirl, Big Play Dave, BigPlay.com. Kevin Arnold, everybody that has tuned in, retweeted Craig. Craig did it too. Everybody that has tuned in, retweeted, and helped us out through this entire time to get us to this point. I want to thank all of you. Also, want to thank our troops, our first responders for everything you guys do. Because if it wasn't for you, Brian and I couldn't do this. Sure. I, let's be honest. We are living our dream because other people are making a sacrifice for us. So, Brian, we're here at the end of the show. Why don't you give mm-hmm. them God bless? How about I give them a trivia? Oh, I forgot about the trivia. Crap. <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers. That's your answer? Yes. You're damn right. The, <laughs> yes, the it is. Freaking Cleveland Cavaliers. Don't you ever forget that. Hold on. Let, let's go. Let's. So, the trivia was, I completely, I'm sorry, Brian. I forgot about That's the okay. trivia. I show. I just, it, it was basically a shout out to the Cavs <laughs> and their greatness oh, yeah. and how much the because Warriors it was, suck. It was our championship time. Yep. That's so. what it was. Uh, now, okay. So you got the Cavs, which was nah, a little easy. Um, can you name maybe the team that did it before the Cavs in our lifetime post 2000? Mavericks. Good guess. Um, 
it was actually the flip of that series. It wasn't the Mavericks beating the Heat. It was the Heat beating the Mavericks. Oh! In 2006. Shaq Daddy. Not close. I was close. Not bad. I was thinking LeBron with the, uh, yeah, that's all right. Mm -hmm. Not bad. All right, so now will you give him a God bless? I will. God bless you. God bless America. Vinny, why don't you give him a good night? Hey, have a good night, everybody. People, thank you for viewing our first ever live show. I really do appreciate it. I am that fat guy, and as we always say here on our show, we are uncorked, unloaded, and we're out. Thank you. Have a good night. Aleatory. (laughs) 